You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, speaker, coach, and your guide for ambitious women to become industry leaders and grow a sustainable business without the hustle. Listen to conversations on authentic leadership, self-awareness, and strategic planning for growing your business. I believe big dreams can be your reality when you embrace all of who you're meant to be and focus on the business that works for you and your lifestyle. Now let's dive into today's episode. Consistent feedback says that the short podcasts are the ones that you are able to apply right away. And so I'm actually going to give you five tips. I initially thought about doing five weeks of these episodes, but I don't want it to be about rambling. I want you to kind of take it, own it, and run with it. And so I'm going to give you five tips on being an authentic leader and really what you can do or kind of shift um, to kind of have a checkpoint on if you're there or if you need to get there as well. Um, And so one of the things that a lot of people hear when they hear authenticity, they immediately jump to the word vulnerability and there's levels and stages. And so you can be real without opening up the laundry basket of all the things that are happening in your life. And so being authentic does not mean uncovering every single aspect. Now, if you are a relationship coach, then you definitely want to be authentic and have vulnerability around your own relationships. Um, And that's going to look very different. But if you're in a professional setting, your authenticity is about your development as a manager, a leader, as an individual contributor, whatever that might look like in a professional stance. Um, Same thing. If you're work is based on like web design or marketing and media, then your authenticity comes through um, a style and how you present your art art form and that work, but it has nothing to do with, you know, your home life and what your apartment or house or location of living um, might look like. And so vulnerability um, comes in terms of the element and the space, the industry that you are working in. If you're, again, if you're in the health side of things, then you're talking about your own health journey and that's how you can be authentic. But it doesn't mean that you're talking about like what your corporate life has to do unless that, of course, is a part of your story um, as well. The other side of being vulnerable, but you don't need to be like ignorant to what the pace is, what the case you know, the cadence needs to look like, what the trend needs to be as well. And so what you can say when you're being vulnerable is what am I learning that I can now turn around and apply to others? And so again, if you, maybe you talk about confidence or, um, you know, daring to be brave or anything around that kind of thing, you can say, what am I learning that I can share with those that are learning from me? And so being authentic can say, you know, hey, I struggle with my confidence. So like I'm a confidence coach, but that doesn't mean that I'm confident 100% of the time. And so again, giving you real tangible I, um, ways to wrap around it, but being authentic has levels of vulnerability and you do not need to go to the deepest, darkest points in order to share Um, a transformation and to help others have transformation as well, but to focus on what am I learning that I can share with those that are learning from me. Number two is to know yourself. Um, It's a quote that I've taken from John Maxwell, but this applies into every single aspect and you'll hear others talk about it as well. But John Maxwell says, know yourself in order to grow yourself. And I say, take that a step further by saying you have to know yourself Um, so that you can also grow your business 
as well. And so you want to really think about um, what do I know about my learning style, about my communication style, about my leadership style, and how can I translate those ideas and those steps in order to work and collaborate with other people. And then as you have that awareness of yourself, you can now help others gain a level of self-awareness about themselves or about how they're going to communicate, collaborate, all these other things. And then recognizing that your confidence as you kind of own your identity, who you are, how you operate, how things work best for you. Um, One, you have to know that that's not always going to work for other people, but for those that it does have similarities and that it resonates with, you're now giving them confidence to say, okay, if she did it, I can do it in that same way. And as you build up other people's confidence, you are now creating a cycle of leadership. And that, of course, is really the part that makes it beneficial and rewarding for others. Leadership is really about developing other leaders. It's about making conscious decisions. And so you taking the time to know yourself helps you, helps others to know themselves better as well. So number one, be vulnerable. Number two, know yourself. And then number three is kind of a twofold thing, but it's connect and communicate. And so in order to connect with others, you have to, you need to have connection in order to sell a product, in order to sell your service, in order to grow your team. Um, if you are like on an influencer type of things, people aren't going to follow you unless you're connecting with them in those kind of ways. And again, how do you connect? You connect by knowing yourself, you connect by sharing a part of who you are, you know, with that audience. But then you also need to know how to communicate that effectively. And so that's where the whole like ideal client thing comes into place is because you're not for everyone just as much as I'm not for everyone. And so I'm going to pick what percentage now we're like what 8 billion people on the planet. My guess is you don't need all 8 billion people. You need like 100 or 1000, depending on like what your product or service is to become a customer customer, maybe a hundred thousand if you're selling like t-shirts or something, you know, on that line, it's a product that you need consistent volume. But if it's a membership or coaching, you're not trying to coach 1 billion people every single month. You're trying to have 100 people that are now able to turn around and have a, a multiplication of 100 people serving another hundred people that now serves a thousand or a million others um, in the world. And so you want to figure out how you're going to connect with them. And then you're going to communicate that effectively. How do you communicate that? By being honest, by being open. But you all, what you're also going to say and realize is that you can co- make those connections by saying, hey, A didn't work for me, so I tried B. And I want you to realize that A and B might not work for you, but hey, we together, we can try C. And so creating that line of options, not everyone is going to have plan A be successful. And then you can also say, hey, plan A didn't work for me. I tried it the way XYZ or, you know, person W told me to do it and that wasn't the thing. And so I had to figure out what worked for me. And maybe this is an option that works for you as well. And so that's how you can serve your 10, your 100 or your 1,000 um, people, but really focusing on that core group of people who are going to have a similar experience or story or understanding that the way that you communicate resonates for them because maybe that's how their aunt communicated and it was their favorite aunt. And so they want to learn from someone who is like that personality and not like, you know, person, whoever that they didn't vibe with as well. So 
connecting and communicating. And the only way you can connect and communicate, again, is by knowing yourself and um, being open and honest along the way. And part of how you also get to do that is leveraging your skills and your personality. Your natural tendencies are actually the stepping stone to your success. Whatever you want, people are talking about how do I find my purpose and how do I know what I'm meant to do? People always, 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 always say, go back to what you did when you were a kid. What did you enjoy the most? What are you naturally good at that comes to you with very little effort? And those natural skills, those natural tendencies, your personality, how your brain is wired, that is consistently always going to set you up for success as a business owner. And so don't hide them. Don't run away from the things that honestly, you might have even been made fun of. You were called the weird girl for having your brain work the way that it works. But recognize that that's the exact same thing that's going to make you successful financially, emotionally, personally, professionally. All of your growth, your skills and your success comes from those natural things that you're good at. And now you're going to take knowledge and understanding and experience apply to those natural skills in order to reach your next level as well. So I'm not saying you don't need an education. I'm not saying you never need experience, but you layered all those things together, but you cannot ignore your natural tendencies. So you can have a PhD in whatever you want. You can have 50 years of experience in whatever you want, but if there is no passion inside, if there's not an innate ability to get you there, it'll never be sustainable. So lean into that just as much. And then the last one, and this is the one that a lot of people want to avoid and think they can avoid and think that they might earn enough so that they can skip this step, but you can never have um, sustainable and continuous success without having feedback. And so you need to be open to feedback. Imagine if Coca-Cola put something out there and they didn't have people to taste test along the way. Where would pumpkin spice be if someone didn't try it and say, hey, I like this, the combination of spices and let's keep it going so that we now have apple spice and pumpkin spice and mold X, Y, and Z things, you know, that we can have a whole season based around clove and cinnamon um, and doing well. We even pick these colors of like fall ideas you know, that kind of build a whole industry market, literally, and I'm literally one of the top buyers of it, but all things fall and all things pumpkin, you know, that are happening as well. And so it comes with feedback. Now recognize that not everyone is going to fall in love with your work. Not everyone is going to think that you are the perfect thing. There are plenty of people who hate apple cider and think pumpkin spice is gross. Um, and they're entitled to their imp- opinion, but you want to focus on the ones who are ready to sign up and pay for that as well. And if you can't tell, it's fall. So I'm buying into it and going with all the things um, again, because I I literally spend my money on it. um, But want you to also have these realistic expectations that you put out there. So try something new. Um, Be willing to try something daring. Imagine if Pumpkin Spice didn't try to make any money off of Pumpkin Spice. They wouldn't have a million dollar empire and all these spinoffs as well. Imagine if, you know, Amazon didn't sell that first round of used books. And now how many other book companies are out there as well? So not only does it give you a foundation and a place to launch from, but think about all the other people that are now able to 
sell books and do shipping and receiving and online shopping and all these other things that are where they are because someone else tried it. And why not you be the first one to try something different as well? So one, you could surprise yourself. Two, you'll encourage other people. And my guess is if you're someone listening to my podcast, you believe that your purpose is making the world a better place in some way, shape, or form. And so figure out what it is, how you can use your voice, your abilities, your talents, your skills um, by knowing yourself, by sharing that with other people. You can connect, you can communicate, you can profit from your passion. um, And it all comes from just being a little open to feedback along the way and being willing to try something um, and see what happens. And so that's my encouragement for you on how to be an authentic leader. Um, It has nothing to do with how much money you make. It has nothing to do with the job title that you might have. It just has to do with your commitment to try something new and see how you can really explore and move forward towards your goals and helping other people, you know, have a way to achieve theirs as well. Are you searching for a way to grow your business as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide, five simple steps to build a profitable business roadmap based on your natural abilities. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore. Or go the extra mile and leave a rating or review to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.